Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a new episode, a new edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am one half of your host as usual, Maurice Williams, aka Reese. Mind of Reese on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Joined, as always, by my brother Bibbs, aka Bibbs at Bibbs Corner on Twitter. Uh I think this has been a really good week. You know, I always gotta ask, how you feeling, brother? I'm not mad, man. I'm not mad. Uh, we got the doves. That's all that matters. Uh, well, we didn't get all the doves, but we got a couple doves. We, we still looking good. We what number two in the West right now? Uh, are we number two? I thought we were number three. Let me see. We are number three. We are number three. Uh, Utah is in front of us, and Golden Did Utah State. Utah win. Utah is seven and three. Didn't they lose today? I don't believe they did. Let me see. Utah lost today. Yes, they are still seven and three. The standings say Utah second, Dallas third. Their win percentage is higher. Than this is what I get for list. This is what I. This is what I get to listening to people on Twitter because I, I wasn't really paying attention. Somebody said if Utah lost, then. We would be uh, the number two team in the West, but that is not the case. I don't know why you listen to them anyway. It's probably not a good idea. I mean, in some cases, sure, but because I don't really be paying attention to that type of stuff. Like right now, the standings don't mean anything to me at all. It doesn't. I don't even know why you mentioned that. The man, look, we know goddamn well by season's end, we are not going to be anywhere near the top three. So it is what it is. I mean, I, I picked us to be fourth, so. Yeah. Tied four fifth, so we're gonna be a little bit close out. Yeah, you did. I ain't picked it. I picked six. You know, and the way we playing, we looking like we could land somewhere fifth, maybe sixth, if we're lucky. You know, Ooh. if we sh- if we shape up. You know. Oh yeah, uh, little faith. Okay. Okay. I mean, you you got to give me a reason to have some faith. You know. I mean. Look, Reese, the team is really hooping, man. The team is hooping, man. They're go they're really going out there. Luca was clutched the other day. KP's back. What more do you want, man? I will burn my DraftKings contract right now. I will burn the TBPN contract. I will burn it. I will tell them I, I don't want to do this anymore. They'll be like, oh, well, Bibbs needs another co-host. He got one. Bibbs and Optimus Bibbs. They can do it together. I, I, that would be that would be an interesting uh, acting opportunity. It would be very you. ambitious for you. <laughs> be very you know, ambitious. My, my uh, record label was called Ambitious Minds Entertainment. So I can tell. I, I still get the emails that say Ambitious Minds Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> I had switched the. I had, switched, I had already set up a business PayPal account, so I just repurposed it for the for the podcast. Oh man! Your first Sometimes. artist is Optimus Bibbs. Optimus Bibbs. Optimus Bibbs got bars. I mean, you sleep it on the kid. 
you know, I said Optimus Bibbs needs a protagonist. We gonna, I'm at an antagonist. We're going to find an antagonist for Optimus Bibbs, even though to some people, Optimus Bibbs is an antagonist. Um, <clears throat> so maybe he needs a protagonist. It depends on who you ask. Uh, maybe he needs an anti-hero. Uh, maybe I'll come up with a personality myself. Who knows? Uh, I'm scared. We'll see. Uh, if it wasn't for the Mavs, I, I wouldn't have made it through this week. Um, I've lost a lot of money on DraftKings and prize picks. Uh, I have a gambling issue. You know. Um, 1-800-GAMBLER. <sighs> it's rough, man. Speaking rough. of which... Uh-oh. It just hit me. We, we, we're going to have to record another ad read in this episode. We are. Oh, man. It was fun just having to plug in the, <laughs> the, the regular ad read, you know. But we, we getting off topic. We, we, we staring, we're veering off the road. We got to stay on course. Let's talk about the week that the Mavs had. Sure. Um, technically speaking, the Mavs started the week off with a W against the Kings, but... We discussed that in the last episode. So, uh, since then, on Tuesday, the Dallas Mavericks took um, a bad, not a bad loss. Uh, it could have been worse to the Miami Heat. 15-point uh, loss, 125 to 110. Uh, for the most part, throughout like the first half and um bit of the third quarter this game was pretty close and it looked like we were really doing a good job fighting it wasn't the same story as the nuggets game and hawks game where it just felt like we had no chance they had a big lead on us the whole game you knew the game was over by halftime uh this they actually showed fight and some promise without Kristaps porzingis which we'll get into um against a team that looks like the best team in the league at the moment uh to some uh. people so excuse me so um not a loss that i was too upset about i expected us to lose going into the game had no high expectations and they exceeded them so uh we'll go over the box score but before that what were your thoughts uh on the game yeah, so you mentioned KP being out. Uh, Maxi was also out mm -hmm. and will be out for two to four weeks, allegedly. Uh, and Trey Burke missed that game due to health and safety protocols because he decides not to show up for his tests in the morning for the second time this season. Um, as we know, players that are not vaccinated have more protocols to go through, and Trey Burke does not seem to be taking them that seriously so far this season. Um not that it impacted anything in the game necessarily, because, I, I mean, we don't really know. He's not really in the rotation, I don't think. Um, I was impressed with the team coming out hot. I will say that. It was great to see Luka be aggressive. Uh, Tyler Hero came out play, shooting the lights out. Uh, he looks like a completely new player this year. I have not been watching the Heat this year, so that was my first time really watching him, watching him like that. Um <clears throat> but you know, we we came out with we staggered them early, and they basically just fought their way back over the course of the game. I I will say it was the first loss where I wasn't annoyed the entire game. So that's a positive. That's a step in the right direction. But other than that, 
I don't think there was much really to take away from this game. Um, yeah, we started good. We fell apart. We caught an L. That's pretty much yeah, that's all really it came down to. That's really it. We got beat uh, by a better team. Yeah, it went. I wouldn't <clears throat> say it went as expected. I would say the outcome was expected, but the Mavs did exceed expectations, in my opinion, throughout the game. But at the end, the better team won. Uh, nothing to really hang your head about, uh, to be honest. I think there's more positives coming from this game than negatives. Uh, and you move on to the next one. And we had a back-to-back. And in this back-to-back, we played the Spurs for, I think, the third time in like a week and a half. I think this was the second one. This was the second one? Okay. Yeah, I think, this I think was, the third one's coming up. Yeah, the third one's coming up. This is the second game. We won 109-108. to 108. Uh, another one of those games where team isn't very good and we have a close game against them. This trend continues. Uh, okay. Even though considering, I guess some people will use the excuse of, well, it was a back to back. They just played a good team. That's not an excuse. Uh, you're going to have these back to backs. You have to be prepared for them. You prepare for them beforehand, uh, before you even go on the road. Uh, for the Spurs. So there's really no excuse. The Spurs are not a good team. Yes, they have some talented players. They fight. That's cool. I like, I will say this. There's pros and cons to beating the bad teams. You beat the bad team because you're supposed to. You know, when you have a team that's uh, supposed to be in the playoffs is... Uh, destined for playoff contention is in that conversation for playoff contention. The, what you want to see and what we didn't do last season is you beat the teams you're supposed to beat. But when you beat those teams you're supposed to beat, you want to do it convincingly to the point where when the game is over, you say, okay, that team is the better team. All the wins that we've had, all the bad teams that we've beaten, can you honestly walk away watching the game and say, yeah, the Mavs are clearly the better team? They're supposed to be, but the way they're playing these teams, they don't look like it. Now, I know it's still early. I still I still believe that it's still early. I know they're still adjusting, and they look better than they did in the first week of the season. Still not great. Still not that good. I mean, considering what happened in the first week of the season, the bar's really low, so you don't have to look that much better. But they are looking better. Hopefully they'll beat these bad teams more convincingly and consistently. But this was just another one of those games where, you know, the Mavs record is sitting at 6-3, and and we still are not really sure what this team is. But Luka lit it up. Jalen Brunson contract year Jalen Brunson is a top 10 point guard in the NBA. <laughs> Clearly, I'm over-exaggerating, but you get the point. Tim Hardaway Jr. stepped up. All these guys stepped up. Uh, Boban. Actually, you know what? <clears throat> I'm going to let you go. Also, because I know how much you love to talk about Boban, and I feel like you're going to mention Boban in the Boban. 
you're not. Not at all. So KP was out again, um, which for the Spurs, Pirtle was out. He was. <clears throat> which meant technically, if you look at the way both of these teams usually play, there were no big men that were going to be on the Drew Eubanks. It's not a big man. Is a six foot nine hustle dude. Look very familiar when you think about it. When you think about what he does and what he what, what, what he's out there for, he's Whole Foods um, Dwight Powell. Basically, basically Dwight Powell with no melanin. Um, Facts. <clears throat> so he's starting the game and he's in his correct role on that Spurs roster as the energy guy off the bench behind the actual big. So then Pirtle's out, he has to step into that role, and he looked very Dwight Powell-esque in that role against Dwight Powell. Which may not um, be a compliment. <clears throat> not at all. It's not. It's not. <laughs> um, he had some big blocks. He had like a possession where he had like two or three blocks in a row. Something stupid. Um, I think I called him Utumbo. But it's annoying. Where do you come up with this stuff? <clears throat> to me. <laughs> off the dome mostly but um he's he uh it annoyed me that we they put they had this guy out there and we weren't going to take advantage of it you already brought him up Boban was played so that is in my opinion <clears throat> again I mentioned it before the season that I thought kid would use Boban as an actual player versus as a novelty piece and that's what he did, he did here today that's what Eubanks I said you would and Thaddeus yeah, Eubanks and Thaddeus Young were the only bigs for the Spurs. Mm-hmm. So Boban gets in, and most people, oh, it's a disadvantage. You're going to spread the floor and bring him out to shut the fuck up. Shut, shut, shut up. up. He's seven foot Doofy, fucking four, man. and they got six, he nine dudes out there. Gigantic. You stand him in the middle, they're going to over, their entire team is going to pack around him like the Velociraptors at the end of the first Jurassic Park. Like, that's okay, what it's going to look like when you put him on the court. I feel like that could have been that's a better. That's, that could have that's been. a great scene. Come on, son. I, 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 that's a great scene. That's iconic. Just, it's, it is, but I don't feel like that's, that's what it looked like. I, okay. Is that not what it looked like when I'll, he I'll let jumping you all it. over his back? I, I'll let you have it. He I'll grabbed one off it. his back and thrown it. No, you could have said something like The Walking Dead. Oh, or, I, I don't know. <clears throat> no, it's it's the, the T-Rex with the Velociraptors right. circling. Um, that's, that's what it is. Anyway, all right. but um, you mentioned already Jalen Brunson closed the game for us. Frank Milakina. Hit some clutch free throws after missing. I think he was 0 for 5 in that game. Uh, just the confidence to first have him out there in an offense-defense situation despite his shooting woes, and then to have him end up shooting some clutch free throws for us. Again, ugly game. Should have won. Would have been nice to do it convincingly. I'll take the W. That's where I'm at with this team. I will take the Ws until we figure out what we have, what we're doing, where we're going. Um I'm still annoyed with the lineups. I'm still annoyed with the roster, but I'm being patient. I'm, I'm still being patient. Oh, and I also, I, if you don't mind, unless you have something else you wanted to add, I had a tweet thread I wanted to hit. Uh, no, 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 right right tweeted a week this week. All right, give me a second. Let me clear my. Let me clear my throat. Trying to do that less on the mic. I feel like hearing my, me clear my throat on the podcast is annoying. So I apologize to all listeners. Um, <laughs> but so I, I had. Uh, well, that wasn't in the survey. I had, so I, I, it should have been because it annoys <laughs> me. 
uh, I had tweeted, I wish Harp would just comment on a play without having to make a proclamation about that player's entire life and career. I saw that. Because every time a player does something, every time a player does something, it's, you know, he's a guy that so shut, shut up, man. Let's <laughs> let the play happen, man. Dang. <laughs> Throughout his career, he's a, shut up. <laughs> he made a layup. <laughs> See, he made a layup, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> And and I will say I have to acknowledge I realize that he is the only problem with my enjoyment of the Mavs broadcast. Oh man, the beef with Derek <clears> is the only problem. Just... When he wasn't on the broadcast, I had a, a it was it went swimmingly. It was it was fine. I it was went chilling. What swimmingly? Look it up. It's a word. How you spell the, the, it? It was smooth. It's just swimming with the ly on the end. Swimmingly. Um, when he wasn't on the broadcast, I, I was not annoyed for one moment on the broadcast. And nice then when he came back, thank you. Um, you know my, no, I was kidding. Yeah. <clears throat> the, uh, so anyway, <laughs> I, I, had, I had tweeted that. And then my man Squish41 came through and with the quote, Bibbs with the tweet right there, man. That's the kind of Twitter activity you can expect from this guy night in and night out and what he brings to the timeline. And then 627 Zach said, he's grown a lot as a tweeter. <laughs> and then Squish 41 came back. He can tweet. It's just that simple. <laughs> and <laughs> the homie Isaac Appelt came in. At this juncture, I don't just I just don't think you'd want anyone else sending tweets. He's just that efficient. And then uh Shane. Now you trying to do the Derek Harper voice, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shane Brown four six four said, "It's really just about the energy he provides with his tweets." It was a good thread, man. It was a good thread. I I enjoyed it. I was cracking up on the timeline. Shout um, out to everybody that participated oh man, in the said? foolishness in, in that thread. I appreciate y'all, uh, and it's actually seventy seven likes when I screenshotted it. So that was that was cool too. Um, let me see. Devin Vassell went off from three. If he doesn't go off from three, maybe we get that blowout W. But we kept leaving him open. And he kept splashing it. So it's just those little things that you have to watch throughout a game that can make or break a scenario. Again, we escaped with our lives, but we can't allow stuff like that. We we just can't. That's all I got. I feel like we've been on this one for a little while. Yeah, a little bit too much. Let's move on to the final game of uh, this past week. Boston Celtics, another close game against a team that hasn't really been good this year at all, especially on offense. Uh, 107 to 104. Obviously, we'll get to the finish. But uh, Dennis Schroeder. A versus Mavs All-Star <clears throat> continues his trend against the Dallas Mavericks, putting up 24 and 6 against us. Crazy. Too bad it wasn't enough, even though you think, man, if, if Dennis Schroeder doesn't go off against us, this is probably one of those convincing victories. But, you know, we just can't have nice things. We we always have to have close games. Uh, it's going to give me a heart attack, to be quite honest. But another performance, stellar performance by Luka Doncic. Don't really have to talk too much about Luka. We know, you know, we know what he's going to bring to the table. 
um, except when he doesn't, like against the Denver Nuggets, which I still have not let go. Uh, <laughs> Chris Stops Porzingis returned in this game, and I tweeted out, if Chris Stops Porzingis came back this game and had a bad game, Mavs Twitter would have flamed him straight to Hades. So, shout out to Chris Stops Porzingis for returning. Not only returning, but returning and have a good game, because, boy, I tell you, that training video of him shooting over that dude who was my height did not look good. I did not think he was going to come out and play the way he did. Maybe it's because the Boston Celtics are a bad defensive team. Maybe he's just feeling it. Maybe he's maybe the back tightness is gone. Maybe he's healthy. Maybe he's feeling good. I don't know. If he can keep this up, cool. We got the Pelicans next. Not a good team. It's a trap game for the Mavericks. Actually, every game is a trap game for the Mavericks. <laughs> it feels <But>. like it. <laughs> um, other players that also stepped up, Jalen Brunson, who was uh, relegated back to the bench uh, since KP is back. I personally was not okay with that. I felt we should have kept him in the starting lineup, to be honest. He seemed like he was thriving. Uh, Luka was playing more off ball. That was something we forgot to mention in the Spurs game. How um, towards the end of the game, Luka realized Jalen Brunson was hot. Kept giving him the ball. Stayed off ball. Granted, all he did was like spot up in the corner or the wing and sit there. But he didn't take the ball out of the hot hand. Uh, that takes a lot of leadership. Uh, Luka has grown a lot more as a leader this season. I think we've seen... Uh, there was a moment in the huddle. Uh, oh, also besides the Denver game, which I still have not let go. Uh, there was a moment in the huddle against the Spurs that was captured on camera where he's talking to the team, displaying leadership. So shout out to Luca for that. But uh, yeah, Jalen Brunson is back on the bench out of the starting lineup. Uh, we had a nice Reggie Bullock game, uh, something we haven't seen often this season. Uh, but... The story of the game was the game winner by Luka Doncic to put away the Boston Celtics for another season straight. I just don't understand why they allow him to get to the left wing at this point. Um, any team, to be quite honest. But the fact that the shot was over Josh Richardson makes it that much sweeter. Bibbs. Take it away, brother. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to just lay the story out there. Uh, the Celtics were playing without Jalen Brown. So really, the story of the game was Luka versus Tatum. Uh, we remember the offseason tweets, saw Tatum putting in the work, Luka on the hookah, all that good stuff. Um, blah, blah, blah. Both teams look iffy coming into the game. The Mavs have been getting the W's despite it. The Celtics have not. And we knew it was a big game for narrative purposes, all that good stuff. Tatum and Luka both hooped. Nothing to be taken away from them. Uh, both teams had a bench point guard step up with Brunson and Dennis Schroeder. Um, we were dominating for a while, and then we let them come back. Could have been an ugly, ugly. If we had lost that game, it would not have been good for anybody on earth. 
like Mavs Twitter, Mavs everything would have just been everything would have been bad. It would have been horrible. So Luca, first of all, like you said, why? How did they let him get to the spot? I actually said in my I didn't tweet it. Said it in my head. My biggest fear is that we go on a run and get to the finals, or we get a chance to go to the finals, and there's like a last shot situation, and Luca is desperate to get to his spot and just misses like a wide open pass or something like that because he just wants that spot that shot for that spot <laughs> i need him i need him to not get it for that spot at least once soon um because i feel like he's the type of guy that likes the symbolic stuff and i mean we know it's his spot we know it's his spot but i need it to be a situation where one day he's fakes it from that spot and go somewhere else or whatever the case may be because i'm concerned about how 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 prevalent these shots are coming from that particular area <laughs> somebody's gonna somebody's gonna be aware of that one of these days the sons are gonna know that he's trying to get to that spot when we in the western conference finals this year and cp3 is gonna get the strip as soon as lucas starts to make that 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 turn to that spot so uh, I, I saw it. I had a vision I was, it was a premonition but that's a hell of a uh, anyway luca hit the shot <clears throat> won the game i uh <laughs> I um I was in full Optimus Bibbs mode on a timeline. It was very difficult for me to maintain my composure. It was very difficult for me scenario. to read it. I, I, I was dying because there were a lot of people that don't follow me and things like that that they were interacting with the Optimus tweets. They, and they were like going in. They were so obsessed. <laughs> 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 and it took everything within me not to break character. I had to stay in character though. But <clears throat> for those of you that enjoy Optimus Bibbs, I hate y'all because it, I have to keep doing it. But for those of y'all that hate Optimus Bibbs, I'm sorry because I hate him as well. But it, it's it's good it's good content, man. It's good oh. good content <laughs> to have to, to think something and then tweet the complete opposite of that thought. Because uh, out loud in the living room, Bibbs was yelling at the screen many times but optimus biz was all positivity baby because that's all we do through the optimus lens so uh i think i'm gonna keep optimus bibs rolling for now i think uh, i've been very mean oh God. on the timeline <clears throat> so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep optimus bibs rolling i have considered doing a separate account but i have enough accounts as it is so i don't think i'm gonna do that If you do a separate account, I'm not following you. I might actually block it. I might block it myself. I don't want to see it on my timeline. <laughs> but I, feel, I just feel like I want to separate Optimus Bibs from myself so I don't have to deal with the responses that I get as a non-Optimus Bibs. It'd be an interesting uh, social experiment, I'm thinking. So, Mavs fans are really kind of still on a high from the Luka game winner. Uh, hopefully that momentum not only from the fans, but the Mavs as well, uh, leads into our next game tomorrow, which we will get to later with Bibb's weekly forecast. But uh, if you do not have any more comments about this last week, uh, we're going to take a quick ad break, pay some bills, and we're going to come back with our newest segment this week called Question of the Night. Let's pay these bills and we'll holler at y'all. We'll be right back.
The NHL season is underway and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a death deflection. However they light the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 positive, one dollar wage required, one per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Reese. Dick. Uh, <clears throat> so, after Bibbs hey, has... Hey, hold on, 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 hold on. I'm going to just tell y'all to stay to the end for the outtakes because this was a journey. Make a clap. Hey, this. <laughs> hey, man, look. Clappers is out. You hear me? Clappers is out. <laughs> oh, man. Uh-huh. Hey, as much as Bibs talk about cheeks, y'all know he's a lot of clappers, man. Oh, man, you're going to hear some cheeks later, but we'll, we'll, we'll wait for that. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Hey, hey, it's hey, man. Hey, man. Yeah, it's gotten way out of hand. Oh, man. Bibs didn't oh, out at me for no reason to everybody on the podcast that I need to call 1 800 Gambler. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about you. As, as, a, as a co host, I would be remiss to not make sure I'm looking out for your, your well being. Considering the money I've lost and the amount I told you earlier was only on prize picks. I didn't add the to... amount. I didn't add the amount I lost on DraftKings. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, I do I have a think problem. You made enough. I don't think you've made enough from DraftKings to justify how much you've lost. I haven't. So Not even close. <clears throat> so, yeah, I think, think we need to dial it back. Make sure we set some limits. That's how I had to do it. Can, can I get a raise? I mean, we can get these views up. Facts. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, anyway. We need y'all to get these listens up so you can support my gambling problem. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's... I don't know if that's <laughs> a good idea. I, I think... All right. All right. All right. So, uh, we're introducing a lot of new segments uh, week after <clears throat> week. Uh, maybe one week we'll do it. Maybe one week we don't. We want to interchange, uh, make them interchangeable, you know, uh, like last week we did uh, Tweet of the Night, correct? Tweet of the Week or Tweet of the Night, one of them. And uh, this week we are doing Question of the Night. Um, I sent the tweet out about two hours ago, uh, asked, no, two or three hours ago, asking um, MFFL family to send us some questions uh, and our favorite one 
we will read on the show. Now, moving forward, question of the night won't always be that. Sometimes we'll ask you a question on the podcast and you guys send us tweets answering it. Sometimes I'll tweet out a question and we'll read your responses on the show. For this week, we asked for y'all questions and y'all did a great job at sending us some questions. I'm going to be honest. Some of these are some good questions. Some of these have no chance of getting answered on the show. I'm going to be honest. But uh, it was hard for me to pick one. I did pick one, but we might pick two. So if you want to pick one and I pick one, how about that? I'll tell you the one I picked. Or I'll tell you who it's from, the one I picked. Okay. Uh, Jose. Montelion. Okay, I figured you might go with that one. Um, I might go with uh, Has Tool. Okay, all right. <clears throat> That's a tough question, but it's a good question. Uh, so let's go with Jose's first. All right. <clears throat> Shout out to Jose Montelion. At Jay Montelli on Twitter. Uh, also was a guest on the show not too long ago. Uh, question was, which teams are you most surprised by? This was a great question. Uh, off the top of my head, one of the teams has to be the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, not only are they losing, but they do they not have Ben Simmons. Tobias Harris has been out, and the depth on this team is showing Depth, I don't think people really uh, thought they had. And they've beaten the Bulls twice with uh, basically only playing like eight, nine players. And the Bulls have been a really good team this year. Uh, another, t- They didn't really surprise me. They're really living up to the expectations I had for them. But for Philadelphia to uh, defeat them twice in a week with what they're going through is uh, is definitely... It's definitely surprising to me, especially where they're seated right now. <clears throat> okay, I like that. Um, I'm going to go with the Cleveland Cavaliers mm-hmm. because they were clowned heavily in the offseason for the moves that they made, and they are sitting at 7-4 and four and a legitimate 7-4. and four. They're not winning on some fluky stuff. Uh, Evan Mobley looks amazing. Um Jared Allen is holding it down in the paint. And a little early for that. <clears throat> but he's holding it holding it down in the paint. <laughs> um they're coming off a win. They're coming coming off a win against the Knicks tonight. 126 to 109 was the score on that game. Uh Lori Marketing in the starting lineup has not hurt them. I know a lot of Mavs fans were concerned, saying that we shouldn't pursue a player who openly wanted to play for us. Imagine <laughs> Maxi and KP go down and Laurie Markin is on the roster. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Imagine Laurie Markin on the roster, period. Just, I truly don't understand why you would not want a player who has some talent and some potential to get better on your roster. 
I, I truly don't understand the people that were anti-marketing. It makes absolutely no sense to me. But the Cleveland Cavaliers were very open to bringing in marketing, despite the fact that everybody said it didn't make sense. Not only did they bring him in, they started him with their other two seven-footers, and their team is one as is seven and four. We're seven and three. So, uh, and they're supposed to be buttons. We're supposed to be good. So, anyway. y'all anti-Lori marketing, but y'all pro Goran Dragic. Make it make sense. Anyway, I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my team. That's my surprise team, and I'm really pulling for them because you know I'm I'm all all big man all day. So a team that's deploying multiple big men on the roster on the starting lineup, even that's that's beautiful to me. I love love the the, the throwback type game. Man, other Mobley reminds me of some of those dudes from like the '60s and '70s stuff. Like, nah, this ain't no throwback teams. shit. I ain't never seen three seven <clears throat> on the floor at the same time. This is different. <laughs> This, you're this, right, ain't, you're right. this ain't no 80s <laughs> this is this is it's different. a little different it's a little different <laughs> but i i mean like the 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 idea of bigs not being yeah we, uh, a, a liability yeah uh I, I i mess with it heavily and like i said evan mobley reminds me of some of those dudes from the old days the way he looks and moves so like a kg uh, I'm, <clears throat> I'm, I'm 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 enjoying that team personally i agree uh that was one of the teams on my list but i wanted to show some love to philadelphia uh, I respect it. I respect it. Uh, not going to stay on the question too long, but <clears throat> shout out to Jose for the great question. Uh, you go ahead and present yours. Okay. And I apologize if I'm pronouncing your name terribly. Uh, Hez Sautu, um, at Hez Sautu, S A U T U, uh, one of our many foreign followers, um, guy who's always interacting. So I definitely wanted to get take the opportunity to, to shout him out, get him on here. His question was, what is Jalen's market value at the moment? And <clears throat> for me, I think that's a little bit of a trick question almost. So if you're looking at what he should be paid, I think he's justified, justifiably looking like a almost 20 mil type of dude. He's justified to max. His max is going to look a little crazy after he gets to actual free agency. Because if he, his, ex, his extension max is 50 something but he's smarter than that so if he goes past the deadline his max becomes like 170. oh yeah for like so, for four for, four for five years, years five years for five years for us oh hell no so that's that's getting a little too much yeah but five years 100 that sounds justifiable to me yeah five years 100 million sounds right <clears> to me I mean, a year, I... and to be honest, that's that's a bargain. He better than Tim Hardaway Jr. False or true? True, absolutely true. Hundred percent. That's all it comes down to for me. I would definitely What's give Jalen Brunson five years, twenty million. I agree. It is what it is. He's. If I had to choose between keeping him, moving him to the starting lineup, and getting rid of Tim Hardaway Jr., if it's going to be a conflict. I'm doing that all day. Easy. No question. I don't think twice about it. Because when Jalen Brunson's shot isn't falling, he's doing other things. When Tim Hardaway's shot isn't falling, Tim Hardaway Jr. is not doing anything. He is completely useless. <clears throat> and I love Tim's, but that's just that's who he is. Yep. At this point in his career. Uh that was a really good question. Um, like you said, twenty million for Jalen Brunson on five years. It's really cheap. Uh, How high would you go? Twenty five? 
25 is the most I will go. Who got the 5 125 this year? John Collins. That's what he got? Yeah. I think so. And I think the Cavs were offering, or Colin Sexton was asking for like five years, 25 million or something a year. Was it that? Was he asking for that deal too? I think, I think so. Collins got uh, five years, 100, right? I believe so. So that that Jared Allen, I should say. So right. Allen got the yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah. Collins got the five, 125. It's, that's how you have to look at it. Like compare them to other players that got similar deals. Yeah. I think the Van Bleet get 140 something. Yes, I think so. So, <clears throat> again, those are that's the the range we're looking at. Uh, if we can get them at five one hundred, that's easy money. Mm-hmm. Five one twenty five, <clears throat> he's still valuable. You could probably trade that if it came down to it. That's facts. You could. It'd be <clears throat> a nice cap filler, and you're trading away talent, someone who actually has value. So yeah. uh, we could get something in return, or we could keep Jalen Brunson in. He turns into a valuable piece on this team. Yeah, like uh, it, that contract's not an albatross. Basically. No, it's not unmovable. Anything like that, you know. Like if he becomes disgruntled or whatever, it, it's not hard to move. Right. Easy. <clears throat> Great question. Uh, appreciate the question. Uh, Hez, I believe, I, hopefully I pronounced the name right. Let us if know. Did, I'm about to say, if we did not, tweet us and let us know. Uh, but uh, we are going to take another break to pay some more bills. And after this ad break, we will be back with my unsung hero, Bibbs Weekly Forecast, and a little bit of a miscellaneous talk that isn't NBA related. Mm. Just just something quick. Nothing too long, you know. But let's pay these bills real quick. We'll be right back. And we are back. <laughs> and we are back. Uh man, every time we come out of these damn ad breaks, it's it's something funny going on behind the scenes. But uh enough of that. <laughs> Let's get to the unsung hero of the week presented by me. Uh the Mavs Unsung Hero of the Week Award this week is going to none other than Mr. Jalen Brunson himself. Uh Bibbs told me he was very curious as to who I was going to choose since, you know, there's a whole unsung portion of it. But I couldn't really find I I found myself hard pressed to find someone who deserved it more than Jalen. We know the numbers he put up. It wasn't, you know, it's it's very public knowledge around the, the Mavs community. But I think the fact that he was able to step up in the absence of our quote unquote second star should not go unnoticed uh not only has he produced off the bench in the beginning of this season he showed that he can do it in the starting lineup as well and we saw some flashes of what a starting lineup with Brunson and Luca could possibly look like with Luca playing off ball and Jalen uh you know running the offense sometimes so uh, even when KP came back against Boston, Jalen Brunson was still effective off the bench. Being able to switch it back and forth like that throughout a week and still be productive and still contribute to a team should not go unnoticed. It should not be underrated. It deserves its respect, and I am giving it to Jalen Brunson today. You are the Mavs' unsung hero of the week, sir. Kudos to you, and I look forward to the rest of the season. Now... 
I kick it to my brother Bibbs with his infamous weekly forecast. I cannot wait to see what he has in store for this shit, boy. Uh, yeah, Bibbs, take it away. Thank you, Reese. It's going to be another light week for the Dallas Mavericks, just three games. We're looking at a Monday, Wednesday, Friday situation. And uh, the first game is going to be against the New Orleans Pelicans in Dallas. Uh, no Thunder Thighs, Zion, no Lightning Rod, Brandon Ingram most likely. The Pelicans are going to be very short-handed. Uh, Jonas <laughs> Valanciunas, yeah, if, if you know the rap song, you know what I'm referencing there. He's going to be a problem for us in the paint. Uh, he's one of those guys that actually knows what to do in the paint. We don't have anybody to stop him. Uh, Devontae Graham is dangerous from deep. Nikhil Alexander-Walker is an interesting defender who can get hot as well. Uh, it should be an easy game for the Mavs, but <laughs> there's been no such thing as that in Dallas this year. Uh, moving forward in the week, and Wednesday we're going up to the Windy City. Uh, the Chicago Bulls have looked great. Uh, we've got two guys, actually three when you think about it, that Mavs fans did not want that are all coming together to form a somewhat of a super team there. Uh, Zach Levine is a hooper. Uh, hopefully we don't try to guard him with Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> the DeMar DeRozan situation is going to be interesting to watch as well. And then Vucevic, just like Valanciunas, he's another guy that can kill you inside and out. Uh, he's been pretty quiet this year. Is this the game that he decides to go off? It would be appropriate. Uh, moving forward in the week on Friday, the Mavs will be playing the Spurs for the 12th time this year. All right, maybe not the 12th, <laughs> but we will be playing the Spurs again. We've beaten them twice on close finishes. Is this the game that they decide to get their revenge? It's hard to beat a good team three times. You know, looking at the schedule, Reese, I would love to get out of this 2-1, and 3-0 and if things go perfectly. But uh, if we're below 2-1, and it's going to be a really rough week. Uh, I think that's all I got for our weekly forecast. Back to you. I'm actually looking forward to the Bulls game the most. I yeah, want to see I'm, what we can do against this team. We have similar issues. Um, I think they're top heavy. No Dolly Parton. And... We're a little top heavy as well. You didn't just say that. Um, <clears throat> let me see here. Pelicans game, again, should not be competitive. Should be able to. That was a delayed reaction. Yeah, yeah I had to the make Pelicans. The Dolly Parton reference hit my mind. Yeah, 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 you shouldn't have. Oh, my God. <sighs> um, the Pelicans game should not be competitive, but if this season so far is any indication, it will be. So I'm actually prepared for that. I'm prepared for a fight. I'm prepared for prepared for a game that's going to stress me out. Um, the Bulls game is the one I'm most intrigued about. Uh, it could really go either way. Uh, the Bulls have looked incredible this year, even though, like you said, they, we share some of the same issues, but. For the most part, it's a very talented team. They don't have much defense. They don't have really any depth. Um, Nikola Vucevic hasn't really been playing well this season, uh, surprisingly. Um, <clears throat> but we'll see. Hopefully, KP can make it through the week. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, we're ending the week on the Spurs again. I feel like we got lucky twice. 
may not get lucky a third time with these dudes, man. Uh, we we need to go into that game and and get one of those convincing wins that I mentioned earlier because we may not be able to pull a close one out again. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to this week. Uh, that's all I really got to say about that. So do we want to move on to the other thing? I think it was skipping a little bit again. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so the the Vucevic thing, I think he's kind of dealing with the Chris Bosh situation with the Miami Heat big three. Um, but there are going to be those games where he's going to be important. And I feel like I, the game that we play against them could be one of those type of games. Because he, he's not going to let Dwight Powell slow him down. Absolutely not. We're weak at bigs. So he should he should eat against us. Especially with a point guard like Lonzo, who will get you the ball. We it's going to be an interesting game, um, and I feel like those guys, Zach Levine, particularly, knows about the narratives. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> all right, well, uh, I come out to send a message. Especially if we're gardening with Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> Put Frank on Zach. Just saying. What we got to lose. The game? Probably going to do that anyway. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in for the Mavs Outsiders podcast. That was the Mavs slash basketball portion. We're going to have a brief discussion about a movie that recently came out. Uh mm. We're having a few technical difficulties, so we're going to try to speed through this. But uh, should we give a spoiler alert? I think I think that would be for the best. All right. I'm debating if I should drop video. I assume you won't clip this part, right? To try to help our stability. No, I won't. I won't clip this part. Yeah, I'm gonna drop video. See if that helps. Cool. All right. All right. So, <clears throat> this is a spoiler warning. We are about to talk about the movie Eternals. If you have not seen Eternals, you need to exit the podcast now. Was that good? Uh, you got the job done. Got the job done. Hot, what did you think about the movie, man? Um, so I won't say I was at all blown away or anything like that, but I did enjoy the movie. Okay. Um, like it was, it was fine. Same with me. Uh, I wasn't bored. Uh, it it had its fun moments. It was nice. It wasn't a bad movie. It I feel like it was mid honestly um but it was also beautifully shot my good issues visuals. yeah good visuals my issue with it is it just felt like at moments things were just happening for no real reason explain uh 
okay. I feel like the deviants really serve no purpose in the grand scheme of things. They were just, they were there for conflict and that's it. Especially considering the twist near the end, which I 100% saw coming. With old buddy? Yeah, with Icarus. Yeah, they like, did telegraph it. The minute he showed up and saved them in the beginning, <laughs> and he said, I don't know anything about, I just came because of, he came because of Devious or something. I'm like, yo, that don't even sound like a legit yeah. excuse. I said from that point, this motherfucker's up to something. I saw somebody saying it on the timeline before the movie even came out that they don't feel like he's trustworthy. Um, and so Look I at go, his face. <laughs> I went into the movie thinking that already. And then, like you said, him showing up randomly right on time right, was suspicious. And then how he was acting when they found old girl was also suspicious. But what I will say about that is that I appreciate that they left the breadcrumbs there because a lot of movies, when they have a twist like that, they don't give you clues and then they just pull it out of nowhere. Right. So it made, it made sense that there were little signs of way he was acting that were off. Right. Like I appreciate I that personally, but yeah, it didn't like when they tried to reveal it as a twist, it didn't hit as hard as it probably could have. I mean, for some people it did. Some people said they did not obvious. see it coming. Okay. Yeah. yeah some people I, said they did not see it coming. So, did you go into the movie looking for it? No. Okay. I didn't. You just immediately like was like, all right, this feels like one of those type of things. Yeah. Okay. It just it, yeah, he just didn't seem right to me. Uh the another issue I had with this, and I feel like I can't remember what movie I went to see, but I talked to you about it and I said they keep breaking and doing flashbacks. Mm to different time periods what movie was that man shit i talked about it with you and i i'm just like did we do a review was it a review or did we just talk about it on the pod i can't it might not have been on the pod it might have been one of the moments where you know we were talking before and at or after the pod gotcha, gotcha. And, i do recall you mentioning something i can't think of what the, it was definitely this year it was this um, year. I'll, I'm trying to. I'll go through my. Up. I'll go through my list. I have like. A, I keep track of every movie I watch. So. Yeah, I have my AMC app. It has a history of all the movies I've seen, and I'm trying to remember which one it was. But uh, it was very recent. It wasn't Candyman. It wasn't Candyman. No. Um. Was it a, a DC movie? Um. Suicide Squad. Yes, Suicide Squad. That's what it was, the Suicide Squad. They okay. kept jumping, like, you know, from, and that's not even the only movie that's done it. I feel like there was another one that did it as well. Uh, I think I, I think James Bond did it a little too much. I didn't, I didn't watch that one. I went to see that. <clears throat> and it's like, bro, this is unnecessary. Just. And you, you know what? I was trying to pay attention very closely because of that, because I wanted to make sure I knew when we were right my sister lost track a couple times like they were there was a time where they went back and she was like watching it and the only reason i knew they went back is because i realized the people's clothes were like old timey right and but she was like oh wait this is in the past like like after two-thirds of the way through the scene i was like yeah this is like, she's like the whole scene she's watching as if it's happening presently because it wasn't clear enough that they had gone back in time again i just uh and okay my 
I had the issue with that. I know a lot of people are going into this movie asking, well, where were these guys when Thanos happened and this happened? Why didn't they help? They say that they're not allowed to get involved in human conflict. Mm-hmm. But they also had no issue letting it be known that they're eternals, like immortal beings. Like they they aren't hiding that. They make that known very much in this movie through the flashbacks. I just get very confused on what the rules are. Like So I think they're not supposed to use their abilities to intervene in human conflict. Right. But they could do other things using their abilities and whatnot. <clears throat> they just couldn't stop like wars and battles and all that good stuff. Right. Um, um, and then I was also slightly confused by what I can't think of what the dude's name is. The dude that could like control minds or whatever. Uh, Druid. Yeah, I could. I don't know what like what what he what was he doing in Tenochtitlan? Like, why did where did those people go? No idea. Because, like, how I'm trying to figure out how that fit historically. I don't know at all. Because I was confused they, as well. I know historically they <laughs> killed all them people. So the fact that he had them all walk off into the wilderness threw me off completely. Also, they blamed Hiroshima on a gay black man. Come on now. <laughs> that scene was unnecessary. Unnecessary. It wasn't necessary at all. Like they established it already that he might he was responsible for some te- technological advances when they mentioned him trying to introduce the steam engine like in the in the BC days. BC days, yeah. Yeah, like okay, that's knowing that's us supposed to know that he was responsible for multiple, you know, technological advances. We didn't need to see him at Hiroshima. We didn't need that for him to say he's given up on humanity and then <laughs> immediately when we see him again he has faith in humanity again right what what was the reason for them showing that i right. just i because, don't know because he wasn't supposed to intervene anyway exactly so we didn't need to see him have a reason to not intervene exactly we that, didn't need it his reason was following his orders and i loved his character honestly i just feel like that wasn't needed i agree um, I did like all of them together. I like the uh, you know, the friendships between them. Uh, Gilgamesh and Thena. I love their friendship the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, was kind of upset that he got killed, but you know, uh, yeah, they had to get rid of one of the powerful ones. Yeah. Um, I liked all of them except for Sprite. Um, I hated Sprite to be what? quite honest. Really? Yes, absolutely. I enjoyed Sprite. Sprite was annoying as fuck. She was stuck in a child's body. First of all, before this movie, I didn't even know it was a girl. I thought it was a little boy. I thought it was a boy during the movie. My sister was like, nah, that's a girl. I had to Google it. I had to Google it. I was like, let me look at the cast. Is this a boy or a girl? And from the mannerisms, I was like, she's doing like very strong feminine mannerisms and poses. I'm like, maybe she knows she looks like a little boy and she's doing this to show people, hey, look, I'm a girl. Right. There was a moment where she like walked out and you could definitely could like see by the walk and stuff that it was a girl. Yeah. Um, She is. I had to double check. She's 16 now. Okay. She looks younger than that. Yeah. 
That's what I was trying 12. to figure out. I was like, how'd they get this child up here with these heavy hitters? Like, Man. where this child come from? Tough. I mean, she did a good acting job. I just didn't like the character. Uh, the, the wait, last... wait, 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 wait. One thing said she was born in 2007. One said she was born in 2005. So okay. uh, now, now I'm confused. She's either 14 she's or 16. Yeah, yeah. somewhere. <laughs> um, the Celestials, we learned a bit about the Celestials. Uh, basically, this movie said F religion. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, it it was it basically saying, hey, all that religion that y'all believe in, that's the Celestials. That's not... Basically, in the MCU, they're trying to tell you, hey, there's no God. It's the Celestials. Basically. Um, they they say that without saying it. Um, that's at least that's how I that's how I saw it. Um, but the Celestials are dicks, man. I I truly don't really get the point of them. I I, I shit like bro, <clears throat> you created them to go to Earth. Cool. Why make it as to where this is a little girl for the rest of her life? Why does this chick have to be deaf? Why? What's the reason, bro? Why does she have to be deaf? Yeah, their appearances didn't make. I mean, I don't know. It, it a lot of it felt pointless. Like he was just having fun. I, I don't know. Oh man, Camille Nanjani literally set out the entire climax of the of the movie. Did he? He was not in that final fight. He what left. What's he doing? Remember, he left the ship. Oh, he yeah, said, he I'm did. Not doing he did not left. come back. Him and the homie left. The dude, the random dude was killing me, like, the whole time. He was hilarious. He was hilarious. And all these eternal beings is chilling, and then he's just there, like, I like Camille too. random spots. Yeah, Camille was funny. Uh, I, like, as soon as they popped up, when they were, like, showed up in India to get him, I was like, this dude making Bollywood movies, ain't he? Like yep. immediately, I was like, this I dude making Bollywood. From the jump, I was like, yeah, he's making Bollywood movies, bro. I was dying. Oh, snap. Uh, but it reminded me of the Suicide Squad. Remember when the dude, the, the driver dude was with him? Yes, yes, yes. He oh, ran my goodness. The they were like, what? I think he got shot. He did. The building, and they were like, he did. Who was it? Was it Idris Elba? Idris Elba was like, why was he even with us, man? Like, right. What <laughs> Why was he still here? Oh my god! Oh man, <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh man, no, that was that was comedy. Um, I'm trying to figure out Gemma Chan's character. Okay, she. Did I just thing. want. I just want to say Gemma Chan is like. I, I've never seen anything. She, I did not see Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. Uh, I have not seen anything she's been in before this. This is one of the most beautiful women, mm. I've ever scene on screen time out she was in captain marvel eh, hell no she played minerva i think i remember her how <laughs> was she in captain marvel if she's in this they i don't know what they did how they did that she was in transformers which transformers the last night i didn't see that shit fantastic beasts she was in my show Shetland. I knew I had seen her before. Okay, that's why I remember her. But yeah, I don't know how they did. Took her from. Uh, oh, she was in Sherlock too. Yep. So she's British. She must be British. 
Yeah, I mean, she has the accent in the in the film. I don't remember. <clears throat> oh, yeah, they were in London. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she was a Captain Marvel. That's wild. Um, maybe we're going to find out, oh, she was an Eternal in that, and she was playing a doctor. I don't know about that. And uh, what else they want to do? Um, but yeah, she is one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen on screen. She's a very beautiful woman. I was captivated by her beauty. Uh, Selma Hayek <laughs> and Angelina Jolie as well. Angelina Jolie is Angelina Jolie. Uh, I've never really been that attracted to Angelina Jolie. Damn, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> like to where like like you were saying, cat, you were captivated. But she definitely got me in this one. I don't know if it was because she was the in the blonde. white. Yeah. Or what? But I was like, "Hold up, Angelina I mean, Jolie really back is in, like that." Back in the day, Angelina Jolie, I don't, you, that's, boy. <clears throat> yep, there it is. Salma Hayek, beautiful woman as well. No, they had Salma Hayek covered up. That was pointless. That was good. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure out if there's anything I want to touch on that I missed. I don't think so. I'm sending you to pick. I think because she was green, they let it slide. And uh, Captain Marvel. Okay. Yeah, they're going to let it slide. Yeah, I remember her. I remember her now. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to count that. <laughs> yeah, two separate characters. <laughs> two separate characters. Um, so we move man. to the post credit at least? Yeah. You want to go to the first one? So what was the first one? Um, we oh, got oh 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 Eros. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, at the end of the movie, uh, they found the Eternals found out that they're on Earth to help the population grow on Earth. So a celestial who's seated on Earth can be born. It'll destroy the planet, but the celestial will create billions more planets. Uh, they stop the celestial. They basically she basically kills it, turning it into marble. Um. At the end of the film, Gemma Chan's character, uh, Brian Tyrese Henry, actually, I'm going to say that names, uh, Cersei, Fastos, and Kingo. Who? Kingo. <clears throat> Did they ever say his name in the movie? Yeah, Camille Nanjani's character. His name's Kingo. All right. Yeah. Uh, her shim arrives in one of the most terrifying shots I've ever seen in my life. Um. They're just chilling in the park, and you look in the sky, and you see a celestial being covering the planet. <laughs> I would have pissed myself, like, Facts. immediately. <laughs> and um, he grabs them and says, you know, oh, you chose to sacrifice a celestial for this planet. I'll spare them, but I'm going to review your memories, and I'll be back for judgment, which scared the shit out of me. Um, the other three celest uh, Eternals... Um, the girl who runs fast, the the deaf girl. Damn. I don't remember her name. I'm sorry. Makari. Makari. That's her name. Sorry. Um, Thena and Druig are on their ship and they're out looking for other Eternals to tell them the truth. In the post credit scene, they realize that they cannot get in contact with the three on Earth. They realize Erishim must have taken them and they say we must go back. When they feel something, well, two of them feel something. Druig feels nothing because I don't know. Um, and Pip the Troll teleports onto their ship. 
What's really good? I was kidding. Oh my god! <laughs> I just want to say, for MCU standards, <clears throat> he looked terrible. Really? I think he looked terrible. Okay. Um, and he introduces us to Star Fox, aka Arrows, aka the brother of Thanos, aka Harry Styles. Of one fucking direction. <laughs> Look, man, I, they say he was in Dunkirk. I didn't see Dunkirk. I don't know how good he is, but he looks fine. But come on, man, Harry Styles. I don't know. He was fine to me. Handsome dude, though. Maybe you know. That ain't what I meant. Arrows. Oh my god. <laughs> Arrows is the the god of like love or lust or something. So. Of course, you get Harry Styles for something like that. Um, <laughs> apparently, he's out looking for the Eternals as well. Uh, I don't know when he's going to show up next. Maybe we get an Eternals too. From the vibes he's, he's giving, like. from the vibes he's giving, it sounds like he he and Pip would fit in Guardians Three. Mm. That's where that I would, thought they were going to introduce him, low key. That would have made more sense, but you know they also got the Adam Warlock thing, right? But Adam Warlock is connected to Pip the Troll in the comics, so I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what were your thoughts on this scene? Um, yeah. So I, I had heard about the Harry Styles casting. I did as well. I just didn't know who he was. But playing. I didn't realize it was gonna show up in this movie. No, I heard that he was gonna be in this movie. I just didn't know who he was playing. Okay, so I I just heard about the casting as like a Marvel character. I didn't realize he was gonna show up in this one. Um, yeah, Pip the Troll was played by Patton Oswalt, who now has fifty thousand characters in the MCU. He's also gonna be playing <laughs> Modok in the MCU. Is that gonna be animated? I'm not sure. I think so. I think they were doing it on Hulu. Yeah, I think that's the only thing I recall. I think they're doing that animated Modok thing. But he has a smooth fifty MCU characters at this point. Also, he um, was in Agents of Shield, right. playing like the same, the same person thirty different times. Modok's already out, by the way. Really? It came out in May. Okay, then he's playing like an actual Modok, like live action. Then, because this just recently came out. Okay. Yeah. All right, good for him, man. Um, I like Patton Oswalt. Well, or maybe it's a different. I don't know, man. I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I had to look it up. All right, look it up, but. He's already in the MCU. They apparently don't mind recasting him either. So, and I'm not, gonna, this is I'm not complaining voice. about it. Yeah, I'm not complaining about it at all. Um, you want to talk about the other one? Okay, wait a minute. It's set. Okay, I'm confused. What you got? Um, I don't. I, I was trying to look up the Patton Oswalt thing, but yes, the other scene. Um, there's I'm not a, a big enough nerd to know. I was, for whatever reason, my mind said Wolverine, but you talking about the voice. When when I started looking at him and he said my family's history, I was like, mutants, oh. let's get it. Get the fuck. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, then, and then I was like, no, they they didn't give it to me. But yeah, there's a character in this film named Dane Whitman. Uh, he's the boyfriend, <laughs> confidant, whatever to Gemma Chan's character Cersei uh, while she's living in London. 
earlier in the film she gives him with a ring for his birthday with his family's crest or symbol on it which is like a raven and it's revealed at the end of the film right before she and the other two eternals are taken by Arashim, he says you know um i have some secrets as well my family history is a bit complicated uh he really does nothing throughout the fucking film so you can't use somebody that big and not expect something more to be under yeah it has to be you can't get john snow i don't even watch game of thrones but it's john fucking snow you can't get john snow to play a character in an mcu film and he does nothing that means they have bigger plans exactly so he is the character black knight uh in the marvel comics at the the second post credit scene we see him opening a case which uh shows the ebony blade which they also mentioned on that ship when Thena was looking at uh blade sprite said is that the ebony blade she said no excalibur yeah i knew that that was gonna be a hint <clears throat> but i was wondering because king arthur's in the comics too right yes so I, I i was like are they gonna make this dude king arthur but didn't one of them date king arthur they made the joke yeah, yeah, yeah. Thena, Thena, Thena. Said King, King Arthur always liked you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I believe King could, I Arthur made the Ebony Blade as well. Okay. I'm not sure, though. Uh, I don't know much about the Black Knight. I only know a little bit. But the best part about that post credit scene, did you read up on it? No. I was waiting. I was going to listen to like some podcast or something about it. So you didn't even listen to the <laughs> Ringiverse pod? Not yet. I saw, I, I looked to make sure it was there. But I didn't get to listen to it yet. I had a lot of shit to do today. So the voice that calls out to him at the end, like, are you really okay. going to pick it up? Mm-hmm. It is confirmed by director Chloe Zhao. That was Mahersha Ali's blade. <laughs> are you still there? that was not only confirmed by chloe Zhao; it was confirmed by camille who did an interview with the midnight boys and he told them i saw i saw he was on there yeah he said that's mahersha ali Mm. blade does have you know a bit of connection to the black knight they have a bit of history in the comics so, the Black Knight will most likely show up in the Blade movie. Mm-hmm. That's probably when we'll see him next. Um, but yeah, that's very exciting that they're already planting the seeds for Blade. So, actually, besides that, there's two untitled Marvel movies out there, right? Yeah, I think like one for, I think for 2023, right? Yeah, there's there's some some interestingly placed untitled movies that are definitely going to involve characters that we're being introduced to and or already know about getting sequels um so that's that's something to watch for i agree uh i think we're going to get blade around 2023 uh did they not give a date for blade yet i don't think so no i don't think blade has an official date yet okay um you also have to be on the lookout because there's a another Hulk movie in the works planning. Uh, Hulk? The Hulk. Hulk, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The people, I saw some people were annoyed by that, but... I mean, it is what it is. I'm fine with it. 
I'm fine, I'm fine with, with it. it. I, I feel like he deserves that. Absolutely. Um, and people are going to watch it, so. Of course. <laughs> Get <The> money. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, this we went a little longer than we probably we expected really to. But uh, I tried to keep it short. So uh, tweet us. Let us know. If you like the Eternals, you know, we know we y'all know we like to talk movies. We don't get to do it often anymore. So uh, I enjoyed the movie. It was kind of mid to me. If I had yeah. to rate, rate it like out of 10, I'd probably give it like a six. Yeah, I'm three, three and a half. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in between that. I'll figure yeah. it out this week. I wouldn't really go out of my way to see it again. Out of five, out of five. Yeah, I know what you meant. I know what you yeah. meant. Um, I wouldn't go out of my way to see it again. But right. I didn't, I, I wasn't bored with it. Dude, right. I was bored with. I almost fell asleep. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, Eternals, I enjoyed the characters mostly. Uh, there were some characters I didn't enjoy, but then I enjoyed them later because the movie's so damn long that you get multiple times with these characters. Um, I had some fun. I laughed. Uh, there were some good action sequences, some good fights. The Like you said, the villains were blah. They were just like putties in, uh, what's it called? Power Rangers. Yeah, they were they were putties basically, until they weren't <laughs> at the end. Um, but I think it did a good job of establishing who they are, what they're about, and giving us something to kind of chew on for a potential sequel. Now let um, me ask you this. Okay. You see any of them joining the actual Avengers in the future? No. I don't know if I would want them to. Okay. I feel like they're going to keep them as like their own thing. I, I agree. I would like and, that. Unless they have to battle a celestial one of these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is probably coming. Which will be amazing on screen. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Especially just because they, like, just the presentation they gave us of how they look. Right. Threatening the earth, for example, <laughs> or hovering over the earth. That's going to be insane. Uh, also, I have to put this out there. This has the MCU's first sex scene, and like, bruh, I, I was I was not prepared. They was doing too much. I saw him thrusting, bro. Yeah, he was definitely in there. <laughs> <laughs> like when they Mo- first started kissing, I was like, okay, they kissed, right? But then, like, they showed them naked on the ground, and I'm like, this. My sister was like, was this necessary? I'm like this. They out there on some hard ass rocks too. Like they couldn't get to a bed somewhere with some, when some, they some start, silk sheets. I'm like, when they start doing this, and then I they was like, I love you, and I seen him thrust, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. completely unnecessary, whoa. dog. Like whoa. we didn't need to see that. You know what's weird? I felt more uncomfortable watching that mm-hmm. than I did fastest kissing his husband. Exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> somebody posted that like people were groaning when he kissed his husband. I was like, that scene, like, I, I smiled on that scene. The other scene had me, like, un- un- adjusting in my seat. Like, what is right. happening? Like, come on, son. Like, it was some dudes. It was, like, a guy. He was with his uh, sons. His sons was, like, teenagers grown. And the uh, father was like, oh, man, here we go with this shit. And I'm like, oh, man, it's not that serious. You ain't right. say nothing about a- you ain't say nothing about these immortals fucking on sons. <laughs> like, come on, man. Right, and it that seat was too long. Just showed a little kiss, showed a little topless hug on the ground, and keep it moving. Like, why are we watching him 
getting it in. Like, what is happening? I didn't need the prolonged thrusting, man. No, <laughs> man, we didn't need that. Nobody needed that in a Marvel if, movie. If son. she didn't get pregnant, why we see it? Right. Like, we didn't need to know that. We all we, I mean, we can know, but we didn't need to see that. We don't need much. this. We don't need to see him on top of her to know that they love each other. Y'all right, did like, a pretty good job of showing us that. I didn't have to watch Iron Man getting it in. I didn't have to watch Steve Rogers getting it in. Why am I watching these random people getting it in on a Marvel movie? Like, what's happening? We understood the connection between Scarlett Johansson and Bruce Banner. Why did I just use her real name in his name? <laughs> <laughs> Black Widow and Bruce Banner and. They were basically having sex with their eyes. They never touched each other. Right. Come on, man. This was unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. Come on. That was they should have cut that out. There's a couple things they should have cut out of this movie, but that was definitely going on. Facts. Um I know we said we spent too much time on the movie thing. I do want to plug a movie real quick. Okay. The Harder They Fall. I've heard about it. On Netflix. Yes, sir. I <clears throat> I saw a review when I looked. I didn't really read the review. I just saw the title said something about black exploitation, and I was concerned. People just be saying words, man. I swear to God, on these reviews, clearly don't know what black exploitation is, because that's not what this was at all. First of all, they took all historical figures, like all these characters were real historical figures in this movie, and they create they like the story they told was not a true story, but the characters were real, and they made it very interesting. It's a true western like with the whole revenge for my father narrative the outlaw versus outlaw the gunslingers uh the ladies that don't act like ladies like they had everything that you want from a western they had the tropes they had the shoot the guy getting shot off the roof and falling over onto the <laughs> ground you know everything that you expect from a western the saloons the 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 awkward standoffs in the in the bar all that good stuff <clears throat> the the marshal showing up the sheriff they had everything but it was also it was it was black okay like unapologetically and they uh it wasn't campy with the stuff the tropes and stuff like you know sometimes in these movies they hit those little bits or tropes and they make it goofy or whatever they didn't make this goofy like it was legit it was real the shootouts were were dangerous and bloody and you didn't know who was going to get shot next um and then they had a deep dramatic ending that hit for me and all the actors did their thing everybody got off on this idris was idris jonathan majors was jonathan majors regina king was regina king lakeith was lakeith like everybody was good in this movie like i want a sequel I may have to. I may have to check this out. It was a cinematic experience. Okay. Oh wow. <clears throat> I'm saying a lot, considering you watch it at home. Um, yeah, it was. It was an experience. Like I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching that movie. Okay. Um, I may watch it tomorrow. I'll see. Then the, uh, the soundtrack was crazy, by the way. Worth looking up on Apple Music. Like I, I had downloaded it before, but now I'm definitely listening to it. Okay. There's at least a couple songs that I know I would need in my rotation. I love a good movie soundtrack. Jay Z's on a couple tracks. Lauren Hill has a track. Uh, CeeLo has a track. Seal. Oh, wow. um, Jada Kiss, Conway the Machine. Uh, and there's a couple skits too involving the actors. Somebody so, must have really 
The soundtrack was crazy. Uh, whoever executive produced this. Yeah, Jay-Z was one of the producers. Okay, that makes sense. All right. So. All right. Great movie. <clears throat> well, we won't hold y'all up for too much longer. If you did sit through the movie portion, we appreciate y'all. We know y'all don't really like that, so we plugged it at the end. Let you know if you ain't want to listen, you can go. Uh, <laughs> but signing off for Reese and Bibbs, uh, we will holler at y'all next week, and we promise there won't be as much movie talk. Peace. Peace. Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet. DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, dog. What is that? I wasn't ready for the clapping. <laughs> Like, yo, what? Lead us in. Lead us in. Lead us in. Yo, that's so immature. Oh, my God. I'm trying to keep a straight face. I was dying on the inside. I'm sorry. Oh, man. <sighs> you know I don't watch hockey, man? <clears throat> I don't either. I don't know what a clapper is. I think it's when they slap the stick and you hit a clap sound. <laughs> Okay. I've never seen no cheeks on ice, so. <laughs> okay. You're muted. Download the jump. <laughs> I hit that button like five times, man. Dang. All right. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now, use promo code TBPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That includes the clappers, people. This week, one puck in the net that you a big win with the promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wage required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLERIES. <laughs> hey, man, hold up. Hold up. You're supposed to do the call for action word for word. You can't throw the clap of shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> You gotta redo that, my brother. Um, <laughs> <right>. <clears throat> That's what you get for trying to be funny, motherfucker. Uh, uh, hey, this gotta go at the end of the episode. <laughs>
This gotta go at the end of the episode. This whole segment gotta go at the end of the episode. All right, man. Dang. Let's get this money. All right.